You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 43 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S because no one can pronounce poems correctly. I'm Mickey Collins, and my co-host Bobby Eversman is stuck somewhere cold and dark. Oh no. Uh, on every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to write along with us. That's right, each week we uh, open a bottle of cheap red wine and fill the glass halfway full. Uh, every episode we have a new theme and play three games derived from that theme, and tonight's theme is refrigerator magnet poetry but we can't get started without our fellow poemists let's see who we have joining us tonight uh first poemist is the midnight snacker it's hannah collins what are you drinking hannah um i'm drinking my ace pineapple cider that i have been sipping on for the last uh two hours so it's just all sugar by this point <laughs> because so, it's all okay sugar it's, at the bottom of it or all this yeah it just tastes like like pineapple sugar mm. but it's still good though so i'm still drinking it perfect uh well our special guest tonight is the author of three collections of poems including light sleeper from deep oversock several books about tarot including the dark exact tarot guide and a series of cardomantic spread collections her writing has appeared in a variety of literary journals, anthologies, and websites. She has been a guest curator for various gallery spaces in the Portland, Oregon area, and has taught poetry, tarot, design theory, and cultural studies at a number of different institutions. Uh, wow. Uh, please welcome back to the show, Coleman Stevenson. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Good to be here again. Yeah, I know. I was looking the last... You're on our third episode. And it was uh, third, the wow. third episode, yeah, tarot, and it was September sixth, twenty twenty. So this <laughs> will release about two years after the first appearance. So, jeez, I know, <laughs> two year anniversary just passed. Cheers. Uh, yeah. So yeah, thank you for coming back on. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing in the the time since you last were on the show? Well, what have I been doing? I don't know. It's a bit of a like a memory void. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I you know, continuing more of the same, I guess. Um still writing. Uh you know, Light Sleeper came out right around the time mm -hmm. that we did this last time. Um and uh you know, so I was doing online readings for that for a while when it was new um still publishing uh tarot decks had some new projects come out uh in the in the past couple of years um there's a new deck that just came out called the inflorescence tarot which was a collaboration with an artist friend of mine his name's michael armenia he's up in washington um so we made this beautiful very colorful deck together, which I know is a surprise because so much of my tarot work is so graphic, black and white, but this <laughs> is filled with color. Um, 
I've been having shows. I I had a big show with a collaborator here in Portland. Uh, he's a a ceramic artist. Call uh, his name is Will LaBelle, and our show was called um, "Holding the Ghosts." And we did. He did all these beautiful vessels, and I did pieces to accompany them. That was a great show. Cool. Um, just a few months ago, I had a show in New York with a couple collaborators, uh, Thomas Little and Candace Jensen, uh, at a gallery in Brooklyn. That was a wonderful time so yeah i've been busy i've been making a lot of work in pretty much all my realms and then continuing to teach and um yeah i guess it's been pretty busy yeah that's awesome <laughs> much better than our <laughs> pandemic has been <laughs> we haven't gone anywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's the thing about a pandemic is you can't uh can't hang out with anybody so yeah you just yeah you meaning me i just work and work and really take advantage of having the the time to myself yeah that's awesome um, yeah hannah do you have any uh, questions or anything you want to know um i don't i don't know i mean i'm i'm not usually the uh question guy um i know bobby's usually the one that has all the great like bobby's yeah bobby's, bobby's the one i i hope we find him someday Mm -hmm. um wherever he but is just floating around in space um i don't know i mean i was gonna ask if you've uh read any good books lately that's usually as a former bookseller that's usually the question i go to <laughs> well, i would be thrilled to talk about that because yeah. actually, um so i i uh have been teaching for a few years for literary arts. I do some writing classes, but I also have been a guide in their Delve seminar series, oh, cool. which I really love. And um, I just finished one. We read Station Eleven. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've read that. that right. It came out years ago, right? It came out in, in yeah. 2013, but it became freshly relevant recently right. first yeah. because they started filming the series yeah, and then the series right. came out um which was really good too very very different from the book really different from the book hmm. but both yeah. of them are wonderful um but of course you know it's a it's a it's a pandemic book a post-apocalyptic right. uh situation of a a flu-like mm. <laughs> uh, Ah, what's right. that like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, but uh, obviously much worse than our own. But yeah, um, yeah so that uh, we just explored that together for six weeks and it was incredible. Wow. Just some of the most wonderful conversations because, of course, we were talking about the book, but also talking about our own experiences mm -hmm. going through, again, a lighter version of that, <laughs> but something similar. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was really, it was interesting to do that um, bit of a risk, I guess, you know, because not everybody is ready to really process what they've been through. Yeah. But yeah, it was wonderful. So we had so many conversations about just the importance of art and literature, um, especially in times like that when everything else is lost and... yeah hope could also be lost and we just talked a lot about you know the themes in the book having to do with 
what we take for granted, the, the tiny little things that make a life and make a day that, that we do and, and have without giving them any notice. Like there's this beautiful um, recurring conversation about electricity in the novel. Mm -hmm. And this great passage about, you know, flipping on a, a light switch and how that's not something that they'll do again, you know? Uh, it's right. Oh, such a beautiful book. And <laughs> really wonderful, too. And um, yeah, anybody who is listening to this, who has watched the show and liked it, definitely encourage you to read the book, but to read it thinking about your characters who you love being placed sort of in this like parallel dimension, right? Because it's oh, so incredibly different. Like the main, oh. the main thread of the show never happens in the book. Oh, wow. interesting. But that's part of what I love it too, because I'm really interested in adaptation um, from literature to film. And mm -hmm. this is such a good one to do the, the analysis of how they made the choices that they did, why they did certain things. It's just, yes, really interesting. Okay. You might have sold me on that. Like I've seen it like on, yeah, bestseller list for like forever, but. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, it's like. Yeah. It's easy read. It's it's yeah. short. You can spend Yeah, it, it does look short. Time. It's not a long novel, but it's very well written. written. Like there's, um, one of the students at the end made a comment about how um, how surprised they were that we could squeeze as much as we did out of it. But you you really can. You can just keep going and going in, in layers of thinking about this book. It's it's very well constructed. Oh, awesome. A lot of uh, Shakespearean connections. And so there's all these texts that you can link out to, too, if you want to have a more robust reading experience. That's great. Highly cool. yeah, good. Okay. Sounds better. <clears throat> like I just read um The Cat Who Saved Books, which is like a Japanese author, you know, cats and bookstores, which I mean, I love all those things. But it's very simple, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Especially compared sounds like to Station Eleven is very surface level things, so if I need something a little meatier to get into, sounds like that'll be a good one. Well, yours sounds charming, just from the title. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cute. Yeah, and short, very quick read as well. It was like you know, 100, 200 pages or something. But. Yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've read a, an actual book. And I mean, it's like I've tried starting some, but I think once the pandemic happened and like quarantine happened, I just kind of like fell out of love of reading because mm. of, because of everything that happened with our jobs and stuff so just like i just kind of was like i don't really want to read anymore for some reason but we've been reading a lot of picture books, say, picture and, books, board and, books and board books yeah <laughs> because we have a baby so <laughs> that's what we're limited so, to yeah. i mean that's pretty much the only books that i've been reading which still count of course Actually, it seems like a wonderful way to fall back in love with the process yeah, like of reading. Start fresh. You right. can go back to the yeah. very beginning and work your way back through. Exactly. Kind of yeah. <laughs> well, I really, I really want to read. I mean, if I, it's, it's the struggle now of finding time to like read with a baby, but I really want to read uh, that 
Jeanette McCurdy's new book. Um, oh, yeah. It's like I'm glad my everywhere. mother died. Yeah. I know. It's sold out on Amazon. It's, it's oh, I think oh. not enough people pre-ordered it. And so oh. they didn't make enough copies that they didn't, like, anticipate it being, like, this much of a bestseller, I guess. Wow. But, yeah. I, I, I love celebrity memoirs. And especially, like, a celebrity who I've, I'm not, like, a huge fan of her. She was, like, an actress on, what, like, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. But it sounds really good. Uh, so, I once it comes back in stock, I'm like, I want, I want it. Ugh. I think I saw just today a used copy came in at Pals. And it was like what? sold like within an hour or something like that. Like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah use book alerts for that. I'm sure like a mile long. Yeah, I know. I, I should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, books, right. books, cool. books. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, let's let's get to the poems, everybody. Uh, for our warm up game tonight, there's no need for any pens or paper. What we'll do is we're going to take a moment and visit your refrigerator. Is it running? Quick, stop it so you can tell us what's on your fridge. Are there memories, broken promises, expired two-for-one pizza coupons? Clear those off so we can make room for our poems. So everybody, find one particular thing on your fridge, and we'll describe it in five unique words. Oh, you didn't ask me what I'm drinking tonight. Oh, sorry. Yes, what are you drinking tonight? (laughs) I am drinking tonight one of my favorite things which is the uh lacroix uh cola flavored <laughs> oh. soda oh it's got some whiskey poured down into the can oh nice <laughs> oh it's a good I don't think I've, drink. where 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 are those sold i feel like i haven't seen that in real life they're super hard to find um <laughs> <laughs> one new seasons in town i know for sure has them um okay cordia store um that is literally the only place i have ever that's so weird (laughs) okay okay yeah we have a new seasons over by us i'll have to see if we can if i can find them they might have them (laughs) they are so so good okay yeah that sounds really interesting yeah i like it it's just it's like the seltzer water but then just like like a cola, cola. flavor yeah. so like you know how when you've had a glass of coke with ice and you know you drink it down for a while and then the ice melts and then you've got this kind of cola water oh, okay. like that <laughs> only the carbonation didn't die oh okay. weird okay interesting. interesting which i know now that i hear myself say that it sounds it's... kind of terrible <laughs> but it's not it's like, it's like a purposeful watered down kind of coke so yeah yeah <laughs> i also like flat dr pepper so i'm probably oh, the worst uh, there too. like really syrupy dr pepper oh no <laughs> that's too much for me all right yeah uh, who wants to go first what are we you doing? Go first. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, what's the, I mean, are you just naming off our words? Or? I'll name my words and then I'll see if Hannah can guess what my thing is. You probably will be able to. Okay. I wonder if it's the same thing you picked. All right, so the five words <laughs> I wrote down Titanic, hug, oh. bow, sunset, and chip. <laughs> chip. 
Yeah, I couldn't think of a good fifth word. Uh, that's because it came up last episode when we were talking about Vegas. When Hannah and I went to the Titanic yeah. Museum, you take a photo like on the the bow, the Titanic. A fake bow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's on our fridge, and that's what I thought of first. No, nice. that's on there for sure. Uh, yeah, whoever wants to jump in next. I'll go. Um, mountaintop, waterfall, view, birdhouse, barn. Oh. First I thought it was like just like a, a photo, like a scenery, but then birdhouse too. That's kind of cool. It's like a collage of some sort. It is a magnet from uh chattanooga tennessee from lookout mountain rock city um i don't know if you're familiar it's uh this like gardens and rock sculpture things up on top of lookout mountain in chattanooga and uh it's just a place i love i have a magnet from there there's a waterfall and you can see seven states from this one but that's what they say see seven states and they have this cool sign And there was this awesome campaign. Um, Gosh, this would have been, would this have been the 40s? I'm not sure what year, Um, but, you know, many, many decades back. um, They did this advertising campaign where they went around and they offered farmers in all these relevant states um, around that region a free coat of paint on their barn if they would let their sign painter paint an advertisement for rock city and so there's all of these barns you can still find them like some of them are totally dilapidated um there's been books done um a photographer went around um a few decades ago and collected photos of all the ones that he could still find existing but they're great they say see rock city and so then rock city (laughs) bird houses you can still get them there's bird houses that uh look like the the red barns with the black and white cool they're really cool that's neat that's super cool never been but yeah that sounds awesome i love it write that down all right the is there and you can sleep in the train oh like a hotel oh yeah that's neat um, okay, so my five words are excitement, anxiety, hope, wonder, and life. All right, can you guess what? What is it? <laughs> is it the ultrasound? Yeah. <laughs> it's, That's it's, lovely. It's, oh, <laughs> it's like the only picture of our baby that we have on the fridge. We have like a thousand photos of like true. us. And our like Wait, family the and friends. Ones on there? No, they, oh. I have them like in a journal. Mm. But like, I it's like a whole strip of like five or six ultrasound photos, and I say that's his first photo booth strip. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I need to take some Polaroids of him and like put them on there. Yeah. Should go to a photo booth like birthday every year or something. Yeah, we've done that. We went for his uh, half birthday, and I think we 
we just went again recently and yeah, i don't know we've gone a few times yeah yeah Fair. and Fair. every single every single one he's just like mouth open <laughs> staring at the the flash, flash. like oh. <laughs> what's going on because it's so oh. bright the poor guy Oh, cute. Now that we're feeling frigid, everybody grab a pen and paper, pour yourself a tall glass of something strong. It's time for our first round. For our first round tonight, we'll be writing a poem with the magnets that we sent out, obviously. Uh, we'll start by passing a type of relative to the poemist below you alphabetically. <laughs> uh, okay, so this relative that you've received has just put up a new crayon drawing on the fridge. What's the picture? We can't ask because that would ruin their confidence and their ability. So what we'll do is pass a <laughs> noun and a color to the poemist above you to describe this image that they put up on the fridge. Uh, okay, so since we're already working within the constraint of using a limited number of word magnets, there's no form for this first poem. It'll be a free verse, uh, but try to make it make sense if you can. You can include uh, each of your unique magnet words if you're able to. Um, and you can also use the words that were assigned to you. So these noun, relation, color words you'll be able to use. But you can only use them once, like if they're magnets. Um, so same with that like list of words you can only use once as if they're physical magnets. Mm. Uh, all right, listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us. We'll give ourselves five <laughs> minutes in the studio. So pause now and give yourself five minutes at home. Or more if you need it, we won't know. If you're writing along tonight, check out latenightpoems.com for a full write-up of every round. And you can email us, email us your poems to poems, P-O-M-E-S, at deboverstock.com, or send them to any of our social media, at Late Night Poems, and we will read them on a future episode. That said, we'll be right back after this. All right, poems, ready, drink, and poem. So for our round one reading order, we'll read in reverse alphabetical order. Uh, so I'll go ahead and go first and get this out of the way. <laughs> uh, this is Yellow Sailboat by my second cousin. It's yellow, said cousin. Titanic sailboat. I looked for a second. The sea, sure. Sun on top. Water, where? Picture is something. Hug. <laughs> That's... <laughs> yeah i like the ending <laughs> yeah that was from my my unique Aww. no that might have been in there too i don't know okay so this is purple cat by my aunt that purple cat came home a house where people made life the boy told them to go and again off it went wow you actually put words great. together <laughs> Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> Mine are just like fragmented Fried. sentences. <laughs> well, and I realized I had put life in there without like thinking I had to. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, okay. All coming together. Yes, Coleman, if you're ready. All right. View from the mountaintop, light high country above waterfall, glittery purple ships, point toward land where my great uncle will study sea change using himself as a set point. Ooh. Wow. That's cool. 
Mm -hmm. I went first. <laughs> Jeez, guys. Um... Uh, Awesome. All right. Well, great work, everybody. Now that we've heard everyone's poems, we'll award those points. Since tonight we're focused on the front of the fridge with our poems, tonight's points will be in things from the back of the fridge. Forgotten leftovers. Tell us what the leftover is from and maybe how old it is, if you're daring enough to get close enough to smell it. Uh, and we've played with three people before and it kind of got weird with the po like points so if you need to like give points to both people and then we all end up in ties that's okay but um no pressure <laughs> i only say that because points i'm gonna give matter. points to both of you guys because <laughs> you both did so much better than i did in this one actually made like stories um <laughs> so i think i'll just go with the classic leftover you have some uh chinese takeout that you ordered mm. like two weeks ago but it's like in those little tiny little takeout boxes so it got hidden behind the mayonnaise uh, yeah i would say it was like chow mein with shrimp is inside so, not great not <laughs> <laughs> great gross yeah who gets that <laughs> oh sorry i was saying i'll give it both to you guys because you both did so good oh cool yeah so we have to split it <laughs> we both we both have or yeah, we can just split it. You can split it, yeah, if you dare. You can have the shrimp. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> I'll take my shrimp. <laughs> my purple cat will enjoy it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's why he turned purple. <laughs> that's Ooh, sick from the left yeah. Uh, Alright, go ahead. Alright, I will... Uh, well, I will give points to Coleman because I think it really painted a picture, which I guess is what we were supposed to be doing, right? <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to. <laughs> um, I, yeah, because I imagine like the glittery, when I gave you glittery purple, I was just thinking like a glitter crayon or something. But then when you, with your poem, I pictured like the ship's like glitter in the water, you know how like, the, like ocean water it's just like the sun coming in it's like glittering and like a sunset or something um this is very pretty um i'm gonna give you my olive garden leftovers that i have in the fridge right now um <laughs> i ate half of it so but there's still some in there uh <laughs> there's some spaghetti you can have one breadstick okay <laughs> i got it i i'm sorry i'm i have to keep the other five. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I'm a fiend for Olive Garden breadsticks. What can I say? <laughs> no, totally understand. <laughs> At least I'm giving you one of them. That's, That's pretty generous. Kind of yeah. <laughs> That's pretty generous. <laughs> well, I have something for both of you. Oh. Um, because I really, I appreciated both of, of what you did and I appreciated the prompts from you both <laughs> to have to use because they were fruitful. So let's see, uh, I think Mickey for you, I have the tail end of a jalapeno that is mm. sitting in the, the door tray in my fridge. Oh no. <laughs> it's like a little bit desiccated, but like, you know, Dried jalapeno is still purposeful. Sure. It's got a lot of power <laughs> left in it. 
I think you can make great use of it. I really do. So <laughs> thanks for you. And then Sam has something very special for you. Oh no! <laughs> the, uh, the Tupperware container of what I hoped would be replacement for the refried beans I did not have in the cabinet. It was these uh, black and white speckled dried beans that I soaked and cooked on the fridge and mashed. But instead of tasting like beans, they taste sort of like a boiled squash. Enjoy. Oh, <laughs> yum. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> totally love squash. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Let's move on to round two with a game called Blue Fridge Mountain Majesty. I think Coleman might have Ooh. already covered that in round one. Uh, yeah. So refrigerators are majestic, as we all know. In fact, the only thing possibly more majestic than a fridge is a fridge somewhere outside of a kitchen. So what we'll do is pass an unlikely place for a fridge to be to the pomus above you alphabetically. Uh, okay, so with these places, we'll now write a chemo about the view from this fridge. So a chemo is a three-line poem with a 10-7-6 syllable count and is also known as an Israeli haiku. Uh, and don't forget, you can include your unique magnet words. So if you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll get ourselves five minutes in the studio. Okay, ready, drink, and poem! and we're back this time we're going to be reading in alphabetical order starting with Coleman okay <clears throat> eyes out of night feet sound on land around bottom of the Grand Canyon this room my only light Ooh. And the room, of course, being refrigerator, because that's mm -hmm. where I am. <laughs> I have some similar words in mind. I'm glad we like right. call it the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Very um, nice. All right, Hannah. Okay. Well, I kind of went in the direction of like, I there, like there's no fridge. I'm just. There is no fridge. I am the fridge. Oh. I I am the fridge. Interesting. <laughs> but not really. Um, okay, so. Sun is all I have on this big island. No hope or home, just sea air. Children, it is the end. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, not anything to do with the fridge, but. <laughs> uh, okay, here's mine from the cave. Below Earth, no light but the small food room. A sunset near my boy feet. Hug those eyes together. Your small boy feet. No, not my uh, the small food room. It was just my boy feet. The sunset. Oh. oh. My boy feet. Oh. <laughs> that was the fridge door closing. It's the sunset. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Very clever. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad we both used room for <laughs> the fridge. It's like the only thing on there yeah. that makes sense. Food room is particularly good, though. Oh, yeah, thank you. Food room. That took me a while to put that I mean, one you're not up. wrong. Right? Yeah. Food room. It's got four walls, a door. And a door. Yeah. <laughs> got AC. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to the points. Coleman, how many leftovers are you reheating in whose microwave? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I think... Yeah, I think I'm going to give each of you one slice of pizza. Ooh, Ooh excellent but pizza. You don't have to reheat it. If you want to have it cold, you can have it cold. This is where mm. Hannah and I differ. I like cold pizza. <laughs> Hannah does not like cold pizza. I don't. Mm. So I'll have mine cold. <laughs> I'll pop mine in the microwave for 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, what? Hannah? Um, I'll give points to you both, uh, because I feel like I kind of went a little, I wandered a little too far away from the fridge idea. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to give you both, uh, slices of my favorite leftover, uh, pumpkin pie. Mm. It's almost fall time. I want to. I want to be there. So I was just thinking about pumpkins, um, and it's good leftover. It's good all the time. So. But how old is it? If it is it from last fall time, <laughs> last year? <laughs> Haven't had no, it's it. No, that's that's uh, that is untrue. Mm. I have already bought pumpkin stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm already doing it. Uh, no, it, I'll I'll say it's uh, a couple days old. It's pretty good still. Okay, it's not too bad. If it was, it's, it's kinda... if it was from last year, but it was in the freezer, I'll still eat it. I don't care. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good point too. Well, these are fridges. Yeah. We don't have. Nah, freezers. I'll give you guys. It's just a fridge. <laughs> oh, <uh-oh. laughs> it's just a fridge. <laughs> this is like an old fridge from like the forties or something right. that has like a tiny little like ice box. Uh-huh. You can fit like. Like one box of waffles, maybe. <laughs> it's from the forties, but they, I guess they did have waffles. You could have frozen waffles. Did it, or, well, I mean, I'm just. <laughs> I know, giving you a hard I time. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, now I'm gonna look it up. Let's see points, points. Um, I think I'll give you both points as well, as it so happens. That's what happens when you play with three people. Can't decide. Also good. Um, side note, uh-huh. side note, frozen waffles were invented in the early 50s. So I'll say a fridge from the 50s, not the 40s. Okay. <laughs> All right, go on. I mean, if you've made fresh waffles, I, don't, I just don't know if they would have stayed before the 50s. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, I've got for you both. Um, what's my favorite leftovers? Um, uh, Pizza's a good one. I've got some pumpkin pie too. Uh, leftover ice cream cake. Though, as I previously said, this is a fridge, not a freezer, so it's gonna be kind of melted. Maybe more like an <laughs> ice cream cake soup. Um, I think about like a 
soup with like a little crouton, <laughs> sake crouton. Um, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. It's from a birthday Is it party. Vegan? Oh, what's that? <laughs> Is it vegan? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that dairy. pizza was awesome. Vegan cheese. Yeah, dairy <laughs> does not do good things for me. So since it's my leftovers, it must be vegan. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, I just wrote down ice cake, ice cream cake. <laughs> okay. All right, round three, here we come. While out enjoying our fridge in the wild, suddenly there's an atomic blast. Quickly, into your respective fridges. Well, I guess Hannah doesn't, she is the fridge, so into yourself on your deserted <laughs> island. Kaboom. Uh, the world is a different place as we step out of our fridge. But worse than that, due to the radiation, our magnets have gotten stuck together with another POMUS magnets. So what we'll do is pass one of your unique magnet words to each other POMUS. Also, I'm reading a history of frid about fridges. Exciting. <laughs> and apparently, up until 19... Well, up until 1929, refrigerators with vapor compression systems had caused several fatal accidents when the toxic ga gases leaked. Oh, yeah. And then you started talking about radiation. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe it wasn't a time blast at all. The fridges exploded. Yeah. Froze ourselves. This is fridges from the 20s. Just <laughs> it was like Freon or something, right? That you see is... Uh, research was initiated to develop a less dangerous method of refrigeration, leading to the discovery of Freon, oh, okay. which became the standard gotcha. for almost all domestic refrigerators. Okay. Well, let me, so, let me finish up here Freon. and then we can get more into the history of fridges. So exciting. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take our received words and stick them to the one that you passed to the poemist. And they must be consecutive in your poem. So they have to be following each other in your poem. So, for example, I gave Coleman hug, and I received from Coleman birdhouse. So, birdhouse and hug must be together in my poem, like they're stuck together as a mm. magnet. So, with these new word combos, we'll write an elegy for this new world that we find ourselves in. So, while there's no constraints to the form of an elegy as far as syllables or rhymes, it must reflect your sorrow and woe over the loss of something from this atomic blast. All right, ready, drink, and poem. Um, all right, so for round three reading order, uh, I'll be reading first. I've only got three points so far. Uh, so here's my... End of the world elegy. Little food room, anxiety, bow to Mr. Air. Animals, children, school, city, country, world, once life, now nothing. I want a birdhouse hug under earth forever. Whoa! <laughs> My view from Bow to Mr. Air. <laughs> I, That's such a good I want to fit. In the last. Lines? Oh. oh, thanks. The cave is already pretty depressing, so let's dig into that. Uh, Love it. Okay, uh, so you both are tied with four points each, so whoever wants to read first. 
You can go, Hannah. Okay. Eh, okay. <laughs> uh, ugh. my bow anxiety came on the sea. Eyes go under to see a barn. Excitement again. No place like home. Tell mother I have her. Ooh. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Because obviously I would just put tell mother I love her. Mm. But I already used like as well, obviously. So couldn't uh, use it again. I think eh, it's, it's not my best still one. Came across. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that I love that lesson. There's something more um, haunting about the fact that you didn't have the word love yeah. to use. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> right. I know. Now and a strange emotion to it. That's I like yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Well, I I think I kind of forgot that it was the end of the world, so I was kind of going off of like killing myself <laughs> like, kind of like jumping off the ship kind of thing yeah never seen home again <laughs> so in the end i still die <laughs> works out yeah uh what called it hey i did one tiny cheat <laughs> all right i won't tell <laughs> Um, birdhouses bow along the road where once were turned up to sun. Animals hug, barn side, made over three new eyes on head, four feet more. Miles of land, white like paper. We need and have not. Sun, sea is become air. I can't read my own writing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, that's good. Yeah, cool sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. What was the the three eyes? Uh, yeah, I like that. It's a good image. Well, fucked up animals. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, this mutated, <laughs> mutated world. Yeah. Cool. Um. Okay. Points. Uh, my leftovers. What do I have? I've got. Some, uh, some very stale rice. It kind of goes back to my Chinese food at the beginning, but I just thought of it because we had rice for dinner. Um, uh, I think I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it to both of you guys. I think you still did both. Hannah, I know you weren't really loving yours, but like the, what is the, uh, barn on the sea. I like the, the sadness. <laughs> I'm, the I'm. I'm thinking about my barn. Yeah, on the sea. On the sea. okay, <laughs> sure, whatever. Um, so you guys, yeah. I'm gonna both give you this rice, but I already had the soy sauce in it, so it's kind of like extra. Yeah, it gets really hard in the fridge. You know, you're gonna have to like, it's a brick of rice that comes out. But one brick. It's like very hard, but it's also kind of soggy. Exactly. Yeah. From the soy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I really liked both of yours quite a lot. So I'm going to give you good leftovers, oh. in fact. And there's a <laughs> lot of it. So there's plenty to share. It's some really nice uh, French lentils 
and some uh, wild rice. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Perfectly. You will enjoy <laughs> it. Excellent. Hannah. Um, I too am going to give you both points. Um, and my leftovers. I'm going to give you guys, uh, let's see. I mean, I guess it kind of goes with my pasta theme um, from earlier, but I'm going to give you Tr Tristan, our baby. I'm going to give you guys his pasta leftovers that he <laughs> had for lunch. Um, so there's not much. <laughs> it's just Aren't kind of like scraps, too? really. <laughs> so the leftovers out the leftovers. The, the leftovers of the leftovers, yes. yes. Um, nice and cold for you. Mm. <laughs> Is it puree? I mean... No, it's actual noodles, little, little, the little spiral noodles for you. So you won't feel too much like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but he honestly, a lot of it doesn't really get into his mouth. It mostly just falls on his lap and his bib. So you <laughs> guys get pasta. that. That's the leftovers, mm. bib pasta. <laughs> the stuff that he didn't dig out of there and try to eat. <laughs> right out of a baby's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yum. Mm, delicious. Uh, awesome. On that note, that's <laughs> three rounds over, three rounds awarded. Let's find out who's taking home this smart fridge. Uh, well, tonight in sort of second place, sort of third place, as me, I got uh, the tail end of a jalapeno. Uh, I've got a pizza slice and a pumpkin pie slice. Uh, the French lentils and rice, and leftover bib pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, oh yeah, I guess there are some differences. I was going to say, we both won the same things, but there are some differences. Um, so Coleman and Hannah, you both got the shrimp chow mein from weeks ago that I gave you. Coleman also got the <laughs> Olive Garden leftovers from yesterday. That was just one breadstick. Um, Hannah got the Tupperware black and white beans uh tasted like squash was that <laughs> yeah. yeah uh and then oh coleman got the pumpkin pie slice like me um hannah got the pizza slice and then you guys both got the ice cream cake leftover soup um and you both got the brick of soy sauce rice uh coleman sharing the bib pasta with me while hannah gets french lentils and rice yeah. yeah so congratulations both of you guys you can share this smart fridge uh it's a smart fridge yeah. that's smart enough to know what it has on the inside and how to beam all that information to amazon to build a profile on your wants and desires and also remember what you're allergic to but unfortunately it can't make ice so <laughs> God, I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh but don't worry turn it <laughs> i won't be going away empty-handed tonight um, I'll be going away with a freezer. It has a portal to another dimension that causes you to forget what you put in it, leading to some disastrous leftovers. Yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to Hannah Collins and special guest Coleman Stevenson. Uh, so you can find Coleman's work at ColemanStevenson.com. Um, 
what's next, Coleman? What's what's exciting and what can people find on your website? Oh, well, let's see. Um, cool class coming up. Um, I'm teaching a class on Oracle design for Morbid Anatomy. Um, they are basically, but it's an online class. So that's coming up starting the end of September. It's an eight week course. Um, registration is still open for that. Um, so there's a link on my website or you can go to the Morbid Anatomy website. Um, you should probably go to the Morbid Anatomy website anyway because they have an array of fantastic classes. Um, and then also newest thing, um, I just uh, put out a new collection of spreads for reading tarot and oracle cards. Uh, it's a whole lot of contributors, uh, people who are uh, tarot readers all over the world um, submitted work for this volume. And uh, it just came out a few weeks ago. So that's out in the world. And um, the next thing I'll be working on, and I don't know how long it'll take me, is the revised uh, expanded edition of my fairy tale cool. deck. Ooh, so cool. that'll be fun and very narrative focused. So look for that maybe early next year. Awesome. Wow. Staying busy. <laughs> That's awesome. <Always>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, cool. So for our parting words tonight, sorry, I didn't ask you, Hannah. I know what you're up to. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, for parting words tonight, everyone will tell us their favorite thing to have as a leftover, or if you've already said it, I think a couple of us have, uh, your least favorite thing to have as a leftover. Mm. I feel like I, I know your least favorite and that's literally anything you hate that's leftovers. Hate leftovers. <laughs> you never eat leftovers. Jump in the gun. I mean, that's like, that's gonna be like my besides answer. like. Besides, like, I guess, like, pizza would be, like, an exception. Right, but that's, like, a totally different meal, though. Well, oh, yeah. okay. I won't have leftover hot pizza, but cold <laughs> pizza is, like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a new thing. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, that's mine, I guess. Hey, for me, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, Hannah answered for me, so, yeah, either of you guys, whatever you've got. <laughs> I would think any restaurant leftovers, honestly, is like mm. fabulous because it's that moment where you've forgotten that something mm -hmm. really good is in there and you're so hungry and you open up the fridge and it's like, oh my God, that's in there. Or it's yeah. so very, very good that you don't forget it's in there and like you dream about it all night long and maybe you even eat it for breakfast because you just can't wait for lunch. Oh, yeah. Is that like the, the yeah. I, I like leftovers. The morning after then you don't have any like I couldn't do like two days in a row of the same thing. I have to like space out my like meals. <laughs> but so good you would have it the next day. Yeah. yeah. I, that's how I feel about Olive Garden. Honestly, when I was having lunch today, I was like, God, there's just something about like eating leftover like spaghetti from olive garden and like breadsticks it's like it's not the it's obviously not as good as it was fresh but like it's still good <laughs> i don't know i don't know but like the worst thing to have i feel as a leftover is like subway sandwiches mm. Ew. i don't know sandwiches in general <laughs> but like subway specifically oh it's so gross like i don't know it's well, like the bread, bread gets keep, hard yeah. And, and soggy because of the, like, tomatoes or, you know, whatever you have on there. It's, like, 
so gross. So I, I have to eat the whole Subway, which I usually do because the whole, the whole I Subway. am always hungry. <laughs> I'm always hungry. <laughs> Uh, you should uh, you should see if Olive Garden wants to sponsor the show. That'd be great. Oh uh, my god! All the wine, <laughs> breadsticks, and salad can have. That'd be great. Yes. I really want to get like, yeah, like a, a restaurant or like a bar would be great to have as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Free food, free drinks. That'd be pretty cool. If that's you, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there you have it, folks. We would be honored if you would hang up our poems on your fridge. Or you could lend us your support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Late Night Poems Radio. You get bonus content, shoutouts, and more. Uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Late Night Poems. Or just tell your coworker about Late Night Poems. Maybe then they'll stop stealing your lunch out of the fridge out of appreciation. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro-outro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. A round-by-round breakdown of this episode and every episode can be found at latenightpoems.com. If you enjoyed this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash latenightpoemsradio or on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash latenightpoems. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at latenightpoems. See you next time on Late Night Poems Radio. And still only words from the big word bank, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn it. I know, I know. But also <laughs> lovely. <laughs> <laughs>